Anthony Albanese, good morning to you. Good morning. Good to be with you, Marcus. Nice to chat as always to you, Albo. Um, have you had a change of heart in relation to uh, tax reform and negative gearing? What was the uh, what's the background of this policy shift earlier in the week? Oh, the background is uh, what I said when uh, I became leader, and we went through uh, a review process. Uh, we determined that. Uh, you can't pretend that you're the government when you're in opposition. Uh, we had, uh, for example, on the uh, different stages of, of income tax cuts, we uh, attempted to amend uh, stage three out of the package in 2019. Uh, we weren't successful. And uh, what I'm determined to do is to ensure that I look to the future rather than relitigate the past. I'm about talking about jobs, the need for a national reconstruction fund, the need for cheaper childcare, the need to invest in public and community housing, uh, the need to address secure work, same job, same pay, the need to address the crisis in our aged care system. Yeah. But of course also the need to, to get it right at the moment. I mean, the, the, the Prime Minister yesterday, I, I cannot believe that he used the term. Uh, going for gold uh, when it comes to the rollout of the vaccine. Uh, it, uh, well, I think it's that... insulting. Uh, quite, sorry, Anthony, I think oh. it's personally insulting and it's it's another opportunistic slogan. Comparing what is going on in Tokyo to what is happening in Sydney, we have people dying, we have livelihoods being destroyed, we have uh, governments that f just fail and refuse to release health advice to the public so we know why they're making the decisions they're making to lock down Sydney. And yet the Prime Minister says, oh, it's all good, we've won a gold medal. It's extraordinary, uh, given that this is a Prime Minister who insisted that the rollout of the vaccine wasn't a race. Uh, he said it repeatedly. It's not a race. It's not a competition, was what he said over and over and over again. The truth is it was a race, yeah. and the consequences of us running absolutely last in the developed world are being felt in Greater Sydney today uh, by all those people who who now, particularly those suffering from uh, the very hard lockdown, who, who aren't able to go to work. Yeah. In, in most cases, people now in Campbelltown, in uh, the uh, George's River, St George area, and in Parramatta, uh, joining, of course, Canterbury Bankstown and, and uh, other there are eight uh, of them, eight local government areas in Sydney, Albo, eight of them which are in, uh, uh, local government areas where we've had the most um, harshest restrictions placed on a population in our country's history. My question to you is, and this morning I've had uh, I've read out information and I've spoken to people on the open line, they are frustrated. Now, your, uh, your, count, your, uh, your colleague in New South Wales, Chris Minns, they're calling for the public, uh, or the publication, if you like, of the health advice. These are the most restrictive um, prohibitions that have been placed on a population in our nation's history. We don't know why these decisions are being made. We have to respect and we have to understand that it's being given on health advice, but there's been enough in some of the press conferences, whether it's from the Prime Minister, whether it's from the Premier of New South Wales, to suggest that there's a bit of infighting going on. Even the Deputy Premier 
of the state this morning basically threw his hands up in the air and said, I don't know what the hell's going on. He said that on national television this morning. So my question to you, Anthony, is do you concur that the health advice from Dr Kerry Chad and others in New South Wales should be made public so that we know why the hell these decisions are being made? Well, leadership is about two things. It's about leading, it's about making difficult decisions, but it's also about bringing the community and the public with you. And what uh, has upset so many people, and I had a, a, another uh, Zoom call with small businesses, people who aren't able to operate their businesses in my electorate again yesterday, and it is uh, the, the confusion which is out there, the, the different messages, and there's a need for transparency. And uh, we, in so many ways, have simply not got that. We have a, a Prime Minister who, from press conference to press conference, essentially says, we're on track, yep. uh, we're, 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 everything should be right, mate. Um, you know, just uh, hang in there. Well, Australians are hanging in there. They're being magnificent. They're making sacrifices. But we're not on track. This isn't on track. Uh, this has been a, a, a debacle, the rollout of the vaccine. So is, and the failure yeah. to have national quarantine. We had the 28th breach yesterday yeah, we did. from hotel quarantine. And we still have a prime minister who insists that uh, we don't need dedicated national quarantine facilities. They haven't dug a hole for a new one. Um, not dug a hole. Right. And, and and they've had 18 months. We've been 18 months into this pandemic. Yep. So that's a, uh, that's a yes, then, to that question. You agree with the New South Wales opposition, Anthony, that the Look, public Christine, health advice should be made... Uh, sorry, that the health advice given to the Premier of the state and her, you know, so-called secretive crisis cabinet should be made available to everybody, uh, the public, well, get... the opposition parties, uh, to all of those MPs, because so many MPs, I'm told, Albo, from a state and federal level are being inundated with questions by their Australian constituents they simply can't answer. They can't answer because the information isn't being made available. It's not good enough. Well, the... the uh... The, the hint is in the title, Marcus, public health advice. Public. It All needs right. to be made public. <laughs> and, and you need to bring the public with you. Um, you know, I, I know that uh, the, uh, the chief health officers and, and people in the senior positions have a really tough job. I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm very sympathetic uh, and, and including... Uh, this is a difficult time for uh, people who have to who have to make these decisions. I'm sympathetic. Yeah, I'm not having uh, a crack Chris at Minns, yeah, Dr. Chris Chan. Minns has been no. Chris Minns has been very constructive during all of this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have. I've got to say, when I've rung uh, Brad Hazard over issues, he has uh, immediately uh, contacted me as, as soon as he can back on yeah. on a couple of issues. I've done that. And I thank him for that. Uh, but we, we need to get this right. Yeah. Well, that's right. And look, it's hard to give 100% bipartisan support to uh, the restrictions that are in place, including lockdowns, when you're not given the full story. You know, I mentioned to a caller this morning, you wouldn't sign off on a mortgage without reading the fine print. Where's the fine print, Gladys? Why can't we see it? And I think now that these... 
extreme restrictions can, are going to continue in Sydney for a further month. We need to see the fine print. We need to know what the health advice is, what they're saying, and a really good example as to why we need to know what's being said behind closed doors, if you like, and what the health advice is. A, the Deputy Premier's almost thrown his hands up this morning in disgust, not knowing what the hell's going on. And then you've got Dr Kerry Chant when she was quizzed a week or so ago in relation to the shutdown of the construction industry, saying, oh, well, don't look at me. I didn't tell them to do that. <laughs> but the Premier is acting on the health advice. But the health advice was not to <laughs> close down the construction industry. That's why we need transparency, Anthony. Well, we, we do, Marcus. And, uh, you know, no one expects Cabinet discussions to be public. That's uh, important that Cabinet's able to have those discussions. Uh, but uh, public health advice, of course, should be public, right. should be transparent. And, uh, and and that's the way that you bring the community with you. And I know that uh, community leaders have uh, had uh, a, gr- a great difficulty providing information because it's changed uh, so often. Uh, parts of my electorate are in Canterbury. Uh, my office, we've been trying to uh, ring as many people as we can, uh, being proactive. I've got people uh, doing that, and, and I've been doing that myself personally, uh, ringing people in the electorate, sure. checking if there's anything that we can do. Uh, this is a really tough time, uh, but, uh, you know, these are the consequences of not getting it right. Those two jobs that Scott Morrison had, the rollout of the vaccine and national quarantine. And the problem here is with uh, with national quarantine, of course, uh, because it hasn't commenced to try and build uh, another facility in New South Wales, uh, when it comes to the vaccine rollout, we've had the delay of uh, 51 uh, million uh, doses that were due of uh, uh, another vaccine that hasn't yep. arrived here yet and now won't arrive until 2022. But we're uh, at this top of the queue. Anthony, I need to leave it there. Uh, thank you for your time this morning. As always, we'll talk again in a week's, so, a week's time. Thanks very much, Marcus.